Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jason Rice Show. Just a little check-in episode here that um, I wanted to do because I wanted to just make sure that your week is off to a good start. So I got a story for you. It was, I guess, around 1992, and we're in the, the, like the really late games of the season in football, so it's in the fall, and we're fighting for a playoff spot. I think this was my... It was either my junior or senior year, I can't remember. But we had this play that we would run. It was called the 144Y drag. And I was a tight end, but I was really fast for not to brag, but I'm also not gonna practice any false humility. The bottom line is I was fast. I could I could run. And so one of the plays that we would run was this, I would set up on the right side of the field as tight end on the line. And then whenever the ball was snapped, I would do an end around. So I would back out and I'd run, I would take a handoff and I would run. And it worked like a charm every single time we ran that play. I don't think we ever lost yardage on that. Not just because of me, although that was uh, definitely part of it because again, did I mention I was fast? I was fast. But it was also just a great play, and most teams didn't expect to have a tight end that could come around and basically become a makeshift um, uh, tailback at that moment. So anyway, I get the ball, and I'm running. And I ran, I think, almost 40 yards, and then all of a sudden, I got sucked up by this dude who was faster than me. I think we were playing Texas High. I think it was one of the Texarkana football teams, and this guy just sucks me up about four yards away from the goal line. Now, one of the things that I did in that run, I remember it distinctly, is I was looking forward and I refused to look back. Why? Well, growing up, playing baseball in particular, I was always told you never look at where the ball is. You look at the base and you run. And I have this weird thing about me that I am not, I'm just a, I don't color outside the lines. And if an authority figure tells me this is how you do a thing, then I do it. I do it forever. And I, it's, it's really hard to break the habit. So I had in my mindset during that run, I totally remember it. I was sitting there thinking, or not sitting there, I was running thinking, I can't look back, I can't look back. Had I looked back, if I just looked over my shoulder right before I got to the goal line, I could have taken one step, probably deflected the guy and scored a touchdown. Why am I telling you this story? Well, because here's what's happening. A lot of us right now are going through this life in this crazy time that we're living in, and we are living in extraordinary and weird and unpredictable and incredibly fast-moving, fast-changing times. And while I'm all, I'm a guy that's all about keep your eyes forward, keep moving forward, I think there are times when you better look to see what's coming up behind you. If you continue to do things the way you've always done them, and if you continue to never change, and if you if you d- decide that you're going to rely on all the things that got you to where you are, especially if you're someone that's had some success in business or however you're doing things, if you're only going to rely on that and you never are going to evolve and get better and improve, I think we're about to go through a... Through a, 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 a a a sorting of sorts where the good and the improvers are going to get even better and continue to improve and everyone else is going to get left way, way behind. And 
I say this because, you know, I did the AI episode here recently, and before I did that episode, I don't think I mentioned this to you all on that episode, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself, or if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that special artificial intelligence episode that I just launched. It was pretty cool. Um, I didn't realize this, but did you know, pre-COVID, 3% of all jobs in America were freelance work. That means like somebody that works for like Upwork or Fiverr, 99designs, you're just kind of a, a, you know, a gun for hire. If you need a graphic design, if you need a website built or you know, fill in the blank, any kind of just freelance work that you would think of. 3% of the working population was doing freelance work. That number has now increased to 40%. So what does this mean? Well, it means that people, it, it, it's good and it can be, but it can be bad. Just like just almost anything is. I sound like a, an economist, right? On the one hand, but on the other hand. All right. So here's what I, here's the way I'm dealing with this. And here's how I'm thinking about this and why I wanted to come on today and talk to you about the, the, the need for all of us to improve and to kind of widen our abilities to, you know, so for so long, it was taught to people that you should go narrow and deep into a practice and, and, and develop a skill. And then, but now as the, the world is changing, I am of the belief more and more that we need to be generalists. We need to be really good at doing a lot of different things. Now, there's always going to be that, that case for somebody that's incredibly good at a thing that's really skilled. But I think also right now, we need to start maybe tapping some skills that we that we've had or have that we didn't even realize or we never thought that we could make money in because there's never been a better time to be a freelancer an entrepreneur than there is right now and so that's kind of the the topic I want to tackle today on the show is this if you have ever had an itch to do something on your own you don't want to quit your job or if you are that that person that for some reason even with three and a half uh, percent unemployment. That sounds like an incredibly low number. I mean, basically, what does that mean? That ninety. If you want a job in America, then you know ninety six and a half percent of you. You know, you take nine and ten. Nine. You take ten people. Over nine of them, however that works, or some do that. It's not quite complete, but over nine of them actually have a job. But it might not be the job you want. Well, in this economy, there are so many things that you can do that you can tackle that maybe you never have even thought of before. And so I wanted to encourage each and every one of you who listen to the Jason Wright Show, which, look, this is a self-improvement show. That's what this is. If you had to sum it up, you know, improve all ways in all ways, spoiler alert, that's what this is all about. Uh, I don't do political commentary. I don't do, uh, I don't have a niche like, you know, discussing the, uh, discussing really, curious um, fetishes or the the you know or anything like that I'm pretty I'm pretty straightforward my my obsession the closest thing I have to a hobby is is self-improvement because as I've always told all of you I firmly believe that if I can present the absolute best version of myself to you when and if we ever meet then that will that will spill over the fruit of that will spill over into you and hopefully inspire you to want to be the best version of yourself and then we'll just kind of create a better world and, and, and global community as we all improve upon this experience that we call life. And so I encourage you right now to take a skill inventory, and this is what I want you to do. I've actually built a, uh, as part of Massively Transformative Habits that I've just released, there's actually a goal-setting workshop. And I would like to know, if, if you're listening to this and you would like for me to, 
I would pull that out and do that for free. For that, that pull that portion out of the course and do it for free, uh, just because I think it's so powerful and it's so beneficial. If you are someone who would like to do that, then do me a favor. Uh, go out to Instagram at uh, Jason right now and just DM me. Say, hey, heard the show, goal setting workshop, I'm in. I'm actually doing a, uh, a free webinar on longevity called the Fountain of Youth Masterclass. And essentially, it's just it's free. I want to start doing more of these. I mean, look, I'm paying for Zoom and all these different communication deals that I use for business and things. Uh, I want to start giving some of this stuff away uh, just because, one, it helps me sharpen my skills. And, it, and if you want to take, uh, since I brought it up, I didn't mean to do this, but if you would like to... Um, get involved in that uh, that masterclass I'm doing on the Fountain of Youth, which is essentially about slowing the aging process, just giving you some very basic protocols and tools on how to slow the aging process. You know, I'm, I'm on this mission to not turn 50. I've, I talked to one of my buddies and physicians, uh, Gus Vickery, <clears throat> this past week. I said, hey, Gus, I want to start a project because he's he is an integrated health specialist that is just, I mean, an absolute genius on, uh, I mean, he is wicked smart on health optimization and and just what he's, I mean, gosh, right now he's just completely shredded his body, um, but it's all in a healthy way. And it's not about vanity, it's about living healthier, longer, kind of that Peter Atia mindset of wanting to be able to participate in the centenarian decathlon. Well, I want to be a centenarian decathlete as well. And so I told Gus in our last, uh, we, we do, we have this mastermind uh, meeting with uh, myself, Gus, and two other guys uh, every other week. And I said, I am about to turn 50 chronologically, right? 48. Uh, but I want to stay under 50 as long as I possibly can biologically. So I'm on a mission to stay less than 50 years old. And so Gus and I are going to partner on a project on this less than 50 project. And so in, in, to that end, I'm actually going to host this free webinar. And I'm trying to think, I don't think I need to set up a web page for it. I'm, if, I tell you what, the best thing you could do, I'm going to be sending an invite out to all the members of the Vitruvian or the subscribers of the Vitruvian letter. So they will get it. I'm trying to think of the best way for you guys. I need to set up a web page for it, I guess. I have a landing page set up, but I don't have the link to the to the registration anywhere out there unless you're in one of my groups. I tell you what, if you there's a couple of things you could do. Either go out to the Vitruvian project on Facebook and join that group. Um and that would be a way to do it. If you want to just uh, shoot me a DM through Instagram, that would be a way we could do it. Uh, there's probably some really obvious thing I'm not thinking about. I just, I guess I need to get that landing page on the Jason Right Now website um, so that you guys can see that. But if you're interested in that free webinar, I think I've got it set for. April 26th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, free to you. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going to be selling supplements or timeshares or, or anything like that. It's it's more than anything, I'll be honest with you. It's just for me to help hone my skills. It's it's, it's a way that I, I love teaching. And I love taking the knowledge that I'm learning and uh, spreading it. And so if you're interested in that, uh, jump on there and watch on social media. I'll keep putting some little promotional deals out there. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do that. Um, and uh, you'll we'll, we'll figure out a way to, to make that more evident. But 
I'm on a mission to basically stay under 50 as long as I possibly can. And so, but as it, as we get back to what I was talking about with, with the, the rise of AI and this ever fragmenting world and where there's more and more people that are actually able to become a quote unquote entrepreneur, I'm just here to encourage you to make an inventory of the things that you want to do. And that's that's how I got off on that. I want to do a webinar maybe on my goal setting workshop. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, let me know. I will do that for free. You, If you want to take, here's a shameless plug alert. Here it comes uh, for MTH, My Massively Transformative Habits, which by the way, please do this for me. Just go to the, uh, the app store, the Apple app store. This costs you nothing. It's not going to take up a lot of space on your phone at all. There's nothing. This costs you nothing. Just go out and download the Vitruvian Lab app in the Apple App Store. I think we, we were having some problems getting it into Google Play. There was some little something. Um, maybe I need to verify my bank account or something like that. I bet that's what it is, actually. I know that's what it is. Um, and then if you – but go to Apple. Most of you are probably use uh, the App Store. Download the Vitruvian Lab and, and, and look through the course catalog – and then once you once you do that, all you have to do to register is put your username or put your email and a um, and you make up a password and boom, you're in and you can see all the courses that are there. And then you can also access it through jasonrightnow.com and then hit the courses button and then go to the Vitruvian Lab. And if you have a if once you register your email and and you don't have to download the app for this you just put your email in and then have a password and then you can go in through a um, your laptop desktop whatever you don't have to use the app but i wish you would just go download that and then in massively transformative habits i'd go through a complete goal setting workshop i mean we go deep it's about truly matching those things that not just the things that you think you can achieve but just anything everything you've wanted to achieve and so as part of that is some of you have ever wanted to start a business, ever own a business. Um, I help you think through that. I help you get yourself set up to at least get it in your mind as part of starting to change your brain's plasticity and thinking about it, getting it on your using your reticular activating system. I talk about an entire um process I went through that actually it's it's how my first business got purchased by basically leveraging my reticular activating system in my brain and, and, and just looking for opportunities. And now there's more opportunities than ever to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I, it's uh, interesting. So uh, one of my daughters, Rylan, who just graduated from the University of Alabama, she's actually working full time, but she's also starting a photography business. Uh, we there. There's never been a better time. If you want to start a podcast, and look, it's not always about monetizing it. Sometimes, I, it's if you've listened to the show, you know that I'm, I'm a big, big believer on just you know build your birdhouse, build something, create something, and this is kind of part two of this soliloquy on entrepreneurship and creativity that I wanted to bring to you today. Is I am just alarmed at all the depression. And the people that are that are killing themselves. I mean, I met with a friend uh, at a funeral here recently, and we were talking after the funeral, and it was a tragic death. Uh, the, the funeral that we that I was attending, a, a person. I don't want to say too many details because um, the family members. I'm sure some of them listen to the show, and I just and I, I, just, I don't want to do that. I think for obvious reasons, but I did speak to someone at the funeral who had three friends who had lost three children 
three different families, three different children had lost children to suicide. And I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? And I know what's going on. You know what's going on. We all know there's something wrong in the world. And we see it, but we're not able to say it. We're not in, that's not what this conversation is about, but we see what's happening. We know what's going on. Most of you, even if you even if you're not a spiritual person, even if you are the most progressive, left-wing, liberal, I don't care who you are, you can you're you're you cannot be a functioning human being. And look at all that's going on in this world and, and, and wonder why these kids are lost. They don't have any, they don't have a firm foundation. And, and then as you look at just the older, like my generation, I guess I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, my generation is taking more Prozac, more Wellbutrin, more Ambien, more pills to feel better and to escape from anxiety, which is the clinical word for fear, than at any other time. And it's more prevalent in the United States of America where there's more abundance, more wealth, more pleasure than any other nation on earth. And so I see that and I'm just, I'm bothered by it, but I don't want to just sit around and go, oh, well, their problem, not mine. But I, I want to share tools, tactics, and things that I think can truly make for um, a better human experience. And I got to tell you, if you will go find some creativity, if you go find something that, if you'll just go paint a painting, for, go, go draw a picture for no other reason than to draw a picture. Just, I mean, and, and it can suck. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you will <clears throat> write a song, Write a song that no one's going to listen to that you're never going to record. Do it. Go 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 out and go pick up a camera. Pick up your phone. We all we all carry a phone in our pocket. And go on a mission to take a picture. Go make go make a photo journal for one day or one week of your life. And once you make that photo journal, then go to Canva or one of the however many thousands of different apps on your phone and try to make some sort of uh start playing with your phone go look go go take some pictures of trees and then go play with the filter on your phone why don't you go f- use the filter on your phone for something other than your face before you post it on instagram don't mean to be shameful there don't mean to be shaming or wagging my finger anyway but why not do that why don't i go try to Take a picture of something completely different and turn it into some kind of an art. Something that you look at and you go, that's kind of cool. And then maybe it's, maybe you can get it printed. And then maybe that picture, it starts to reflect this day that you decided to be creative. To think about something that had nothing to do with anything going on in the world with regard to culture, politics, money, it was just something you did, and it's just a reminder that there is this entire world out there available to all of us that if we choose, we can go find, we can go escape without popping a pill, lighting something up, snorting something, injecting something, drinking something, eating something. There is another way to find yourself. And I think that that the best way to do that is to go grab onto some creativity. Go create something that 
that you that in you know I, I've mentioned this before. We in America, and I love America. When I say we in America, and I and I happen to say something that sounds kind of uh, as a critique on American society and our culture, I freaking love America. So don't get me wrong when I say this, but we are a people that are very much. Of the mindset that if if I'm not going to get paid for it, it's not worth doing. If it doesn't benefit, if I don't have to do it for my kids, I'm not going to do it. If I don't have to do it for my spouse, I'm not going to do it. If there's not some payback, we and and we say we talk about self care and self love and all this kind of new age stuff, but usually that involves going out and spending money and going to a spa or or just I don't know. It, it's I just I think that I think also if you if you decide that you're going to go on this mission to find some sort of a creative outlet that um, you might find that you you're able to jump into this um, freelance. I mean, look, let me tell you something. I've become really good with some video editing and some you know making some really cool graphic design stuff that I never even, that was just not me. It's not me, but I, I started this podcast and I'm too cheap to hire people to do a lot of the stuff for me that I need to do. And so now I've got to the point where I can figure out how to do almost anything. And you know, a lot of it, I have just folders full of just videos and things I've created for, for the show, for courses, and everything that they'll never be seen. I'll never use it. But I'm so, I have so much fun escaping into it. It's getting to that flow state, right? It's where you just block the rest of the world out and you zero in on creating something. And it does something for your brain and for your soul. And for your, it's just, it's so cool. So I hope that, um, I hope you'll do that. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm just, uh, it's weighing heavy on my heart, all this, all the depression that's out there. It almost makes me, I, I, I am, uh, see, I went through a lot of my life as someone who was less than happy, less than satisfied. I remember one time I used to say that um, if, uh, if I were diagnosed with cancer, I wouldn't seek treatment. I meant that too. I wouldn't have. I once, my senior year, I sat in my bedroom with a three fifty seven revolver. I think this was like on Christmas Day or something. I was so mad at my dad. I thought he couldn't stand me, and I, I was nothing but disappointment to him. And, um, and that is, essentially was my world at the time. I had nothing else. I mean, football, as I mentioned earlier, is the way this all started. Football was over. And so that was the one thing that really, more than anything, made my dad happy whenever I was growing up was me playing football and doing well. And I sat there with that three fifty seven revolver, and I really contemplated blowing my head off. But I didn't because I'm a believer, and I thought I'd go to hell if I did it. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I stuck around. But I think about all the kids that are up there, and they don't have the fear of eternal damnation or... Or something to that effect. I mean, there was this one person I, I was talking about uh, to my wife here recently who had lost a loved one, and I don't know what their spiritual walk was. I don't know what their relationship was with their family necessarily, but I told her, I said, you know, if you've got nothing to live for and you're just walking around in excruciating pain and it's either 
excruciating pain or you believe on the other side of this is just nothingness, then sometimes the nothingness wins. And it seems to be winning more and more and more. And I, as someone who has battled those demons for a lot of my life, where suicide in particular was absolutely an option, um, I just encourage each and every one of you that are out there that if by some chance you've never even heard this show uh, and you stumbled across this episode, I want you to know that contemplate for a moment the vast chasm you would leave if you were not here because you will. You may not realize it. When we're in our darkest points, we think that no one loves me. No one, no one would even care if I were gone. But I can promise you, I don't care who you are. I don't care how bad you are. I don't, as, as you may think you are, you would leave a hole. A lot of lives would be left wishing you were still a part of it. Um, and I think that, I think right now we're going through a, a phase where everyone is so obsessed with a- outward and external things to make them happy. I read a quote by Carl Jung today that essentially said, those who are constantly searching outside are dreamers, but those who look within awaken. Now, that doesn't mean that we should be obsessed with some sort of a um, navel-gazing and, and, and just self-centered narcissism. But each and every one of us know, going back to Carl Jung, we, he, he used to talk about doing shadow work. There's a shadow self we keep suppressed constantly. It's our deficiencies. It's our jealousies. It's our fears. It's our bitterness. It, it's, it, it's all this nastiness that we kind of keep in the shadow everywhere we go that we don't want anyone else to see. And it's, it's tough, and it requires some bravery. But if you can shine a light on that, what happens to shadows when you shine a light on them? They go away, right? If you can actually go and question Ask this first question. If you're someone who walks around with a knot in your stomach, there's just this certain sort of uneasiness and you don't know where it's coming from. The first thing I would say to you is you're afraid. I don't know what of. I don't mean that in a derogatory sense either, but you're afraid. There's something scaring you. And only you know what it is. And you may not know at first, but if you can truly evaluate what it is, because a lot of times it's it's a fear that you're afraid someone might find out about you. This is why we have dreams where we show up naked in public and no one really notices, but we know we're naked. Um, it's our subconscious telling us that there's something that we're afraid of being exposed. Well, so before it gets exposed in, in some real life manner that you hurt someone, you hurt yourself, expose it to yourself and have the courage to deal with it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I think that that's something that um, we all need to do. And I don't know, I really didn't plan to go here today on the podcast. But I can't help but right now look at our world, this fallen world, and in particular Western civilization and the United States of America and think to myself, we gotta we gotta we gotta rein this in. We have too many reasons to make this make this thing work. I just hope one day we're all through hating each other and we'll the food fight will stop and we'll all go, all right, maybe you're not so bad after all. And maybe you'll understand I'm not so bad after all. And we can kind of exist together. And, and until then, though, I would encourage those of you who are feeling some fears and some anxieties, um, you know, sir, take the time to deal with you. Go get the help you need. Go out. Go ask somebody. It's it's a it's a bold move, Cotton, but make it bold move. Go tell somebody that you trust. It's not going to judge you. Say, hey, I'm I'm dealing with some stuff. Can I tell you about it? Never underestimate the love your parents have for you and and your parents' ability to take some really really crazy things. I know my girls forever have grown up thinking that because I'm pretty straight laced and boring and very traditional. Uh, I mentioned, you know, don't color outside the lines that because of that, they have, it's always been so hard for them to come to me whenever they've screwed up as they saw it. And, but each and every time I think, I think they would agree with this, that I'm, I just love them. I want to be the one they come to, but, and they're going to disappoint me. And, and if you're happy to be a younger person and you're listening to this, or you're an older person, you know, if you're the if you're the wife or the husband that you're you're holding on to something that you feel this incredible deficiency within yourself that you don't ever want your spouse to find out, they may be disappointed in you. We are humans. That happens. We disappoint one another all the time. That's okay. Part of the experience. Don't be afraid to evaluate it. Get out of the shadow. Deal with the shadow. Leverage it for your good. And move forward and take advantage of what this, we should all be much happier than we are. I mean, I just almost have to laugh as I sit here getting to throw my voice out there to now thousands and thousands of people so seamlessly and easily from an air conditioned room where I'm fully fed where I go and I burn calories as a means of staying in shape, not as a means of survival, not because I'm running from animals trying to kill me as I forage and hunt for food. The technology we have, the uh, medical breakthroughs we see each and every day, and yet we're miserable. We're so miserable. And I hate that. I really do. I'm not miserable, and but I don't. I'm just I, I have this this uh, deficiency in me that doesn't require me to just wallow in my own joy and happiness and not stop and wish that everyone had it. And I hope that 
many of you out there are like Jason, J-Dub, I got it. Me too, man. This is awesome. This life is freaking cool. There's some cool stuff happening. I'm not scared of AI. I love AI. You know, and I'm not afraid of the people that hate me. I'm just going to love them and I'm just going to love them back until they love me. You know, but um, go find some creativity. If you've ever wanted to be an entrepreneur, there's never been a better time. If you're feeling sad and depressed, if you've got something that you need to deal with, pull it out, put the light on that shadow, figure out how to, to deal with it, and take advantage of all this life has to offer. When I say improve always and always, it's not just some BS kind of cool, catchy little thing I do to sign off and talk about or whatever. It, I mean it. Improve always and always. Improve your mental health. Improve your physical health. Improve your diet. Improve your relationships. Improve your ability to love. Improve your mind. Improve how how fast you read. How well you consume. Improve how well you can get into a flow state. Improve how well you manage money. Improve how well you steward the environment. Improve how well you keep in touch with friends. Improve how well you, you're, you help others in need. Improve how well you, you empathize and all these things. I mean, and I just listed all these things that I try to improve every day and I suck at so many of them. So many of that list I just named to you. I am the worst. But if I can just get 1% better every day at, at those things, or at least a couple of them, that's a 36, 37x improvement year over year. And that's what I want to do. So that's it. Again, just check in. Didn't have, I've got some guests lined up and, um, so I'll be back with some interviews coming up, uh, some good ones coming too. I can't wait. It's been a great year so far. First quarter was great. Second quarter's blowing up. Got some good people I'm talking to. Um, and But today, this was just literally a check-in just to hopefully you saw that a new episode popped up. And this is J-Dub just saying, you got this. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that you listened to this show. I'm thankful that you subscribe to the Vitruvian letter some of you I'm thankful that you you guys shoot me really cool messages and ask me questions as though I'm some kind of like I know what the hell I'm talking about <laughs> it makes me feel good because uh, I do I, I, I try my best to always find ways that I can help us all improve together and be a I want to be a resource for each and every one of you to reach out to and go I wonder what Jason has to say about this and I may not have the answers but you know you uh, you give me something to look at and check out get better so with that I hope you have a great day until I get back on here don't ever stop improving always and always I'm Jason and I'm out Well, that does it for this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonwrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out.